Welcome to the Rekindling Ministries podcast series. This is season one, episode 1.08. Today we are discussing the lens sevenfold life. My name is Shannon Kirkpatrick, and I'm the facilitator for Rekindling Ministries studies. And my name is Zach Rios, and I am a student at Liberty University studying youth ministry and pastoral leadership. Okay, so to start, Zach, can you give us a quick recap of the previous episode uh, that we did on Muddy Fields? Yes. So with the Muddy Fields concept, that was the longest episode that we've recorded. And we were just talking about the issue of sin and how it's really a two-part deal. Um, It's turning from God primarily and then also turning to something else secondarily. Mm -hmm. And we use the analogy of a muddy field to talk about uh, just what sin is. And so we said that temptation is when you're just standing in a muddy field. Mm -hmm. And then when you actually fall is when you're actually committing the sin. So recognize the difference between being tempted and actually committing the sin. Yeah. Okay. And then we also said that there are four different types of muddy fields. So there's type four muddy fields that you never struggle with. It's just not, not an issue for you. You're not tempted by. No, there's type three muddy fields that occasionally you might get tempted by or sin, but it's still not really that big of an issue. Mm -hmm. Type two muddy fields are something that you used to struggle with, but then God gave you victory over. Okay. And then type one muddy fields are just those just common pet sins that you have that you... Uh, just keep on doing continuously and and still struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, this was the longest one that we did. I think it was like an hour and 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the things I'm most passionate about as far yeah. as how how are we Jesus freaks supposed to truly health in a healthily biblical fashion respond to sin. Yeah. And so we talked about how I, I believe that these type ones, everybody is going to have certain sins that they struggle with to the day they die yep. and just learning how to recognize that and what does it mean, right? Yeah, and so if this is the first podcast that you're listening to and you're wondering about what that is, you can go and check that out in episode 1.07. Mm-hmm. Or if you just want to learn more about rekindling, you can go back to 1.00. And then we've also talked about a number of other lenses that you can go and listen to in the previous episodes. Yeah, we've had, so we're getting towards the end, right, mm-hmm. of the season. And so we've had the seven stage journey and sweet and sour, eternal, internal, external, be do have, spectrum, fly, fight, persevere. I think, I think that's all I of them. I think that's yeah. all of them, too. So let's continue then. Um, so today, so this is the, the sevenfold life. And out of all the lenses, you know, I've been teaching these for, for several years now. And some of the lenses like the EIE, the eternal, internal, external, and spectrum are very, very popular with people. Like yeah. it resonates with them. They, they actually like, you know, embrace it in, in their own life practically. Uh, other lenses, I don't get quite that feedback not necessarily like you know boo boo we hate this one it's just you, you don't see as many people talking about it yeah and so the one that we're doing today sevenfold life is one of those mm-hmm. you know so it's again i use all the lenses and so this is one that that has helped me um it may or may not be one of your favorite ones uh, there are a few people who said it is their favorite yeah uh so just so as you're listening just understand this one can get a little bit convoluted at times um but i'm hoping that that we can uh we can make it work for you yeah and something that we'll figure it out more as we go along but this is more of an i would say it's more of like an assessment type lens yes and so it's something to figure out where you're at uh, how you can be improving. And so not going to necessarily use it as often as some of the other ones, but still think it's useful. Yeah. So so the sevenfold life, and again, I, I'm much more of a visual guy. So if you're listening and you have your paper, you could draw this out. I'm going to go ahead and list what the seven folds are. When I say sevenfold life, what I mean by fold is like aspect. So there's seven different aspects to our life. There's seven different elements. Yeah. 
So you can write these down just in a, in a list. Or a lot of times what I do when I'm visually showing this, I draw like a big X with a, a vertical line. And again, yes, I know I'm using my hands <laughs> here in the studio. Yep. But, um, so you draw the X and draw a vertical line through, and that creates six points. So so three up top and three on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then there's the middle interse- uh, intercedes? Intersection. Intersection. Yep. Um, and so those are like the seven folds. Anyways, so what the seven, the seven aspects of life are the seven folds. There's the emotional. This is kind of your heart. There is the spiritual, which mm-hmm. is your soul. There is the intellectual, which is your mind or the cognitive things. There's the physical, which is your body or, or strength. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of the core four. So like in Mark 12, when it says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you see those four. So if, you, if you're drawing that little X uh, and vertical line, the top three going from left to right is I have the emotional and then the spiritual at the top middle one and then the intellectual and then the bottom middle one um, is the physical. And then the other two that we talk about are your relationships and your resources. Yeah. So these aren't part of who you are, but they do surround you, right? Mm-hmm. And so the relationships are all the people in your life, whether it's friends, strangers, enemies, you sure. know? Uh, and then the resources are all the things in your life. So it could be time, money, etc. So again, if you're using the, the drawing, the, uh, the spirit and the physical are at opposite ends of that vertical line. Mm-hmm. And then the emotional uh, and the um, relational are at opposite points. And then the intellectual and the resources are at opposite points. Because I feel like in general, you tend to manage your relationships more with your heart yeah. and you tend to manage your resources more with your mind in general. So, th- so, yeah, so those yeah. are the, the six. And then the middle, at the center point, the seventh element is uh, the God element, and so or the God-shaped hole. And maybe he's in your life, maybe he's not. But that would be the goal is to kind of have him at the middle, helping manage everything. Yeah. So, so the, again, the point of all this is uh, this lens is to be able to evaluate yourself and where you're at, uh, and see where you can grow, uh, where you're good, you know, et cetera. So, so understanding that you have your emotional health, you have your spiritual health, you have your intellectual health, you have your social health, you have your physical health, mm-hmm. you have your resource health or the steward, steward health, right? And then you, get, you, have, you hopefully got it at the middle. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the, the different areas or the different aspects of the different folds. And so what you want to do is, you know, you have that drawn out or whatever. It, this can be a tool to help you say, all right, where am I at in each of those areas? Because odds are you're not going to be equal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how would I score myself, et cetera? So what we're going to do now is you and I are going to yep. do a little exercise where I walk you through each of the steps on how you can evaluate yourself in each of these areas to see, okay, here I'm good, here I need to grow, right? Yeah. And so we are going to go through this with you guys, and we would really suggest taking the time to actually pull out a piece of paper mm-hmm. uh, just try and fill this out as we go along. Um, because otherwise it's going to get really confusing really fast. We're going to try and make it clear what we're trying to do, but I think it'll just make a lot more sense if you yeah. write it down. <laughs> yeah, I think if, if you can actually see this visually, it'll make a little more sense. So if you're driving right now, um, I would recommend not trying to write things down on a piece of paper while you're driving. That's just that's just a yep. little advice I threw out there. Yeah. So either go ahead and, and stop and listen to another episode uh, or you can listen to it the first time through, just kind of have it in your head, and then when you get home or when you get time, you can pull the paper out, right? Yeah. So, so we're going to assume you got a piece of paper now, and what we want you to do is we want you to write down, we're going to do, uh, I think, five columns total. And so the first column, you're going to write down these seven folds. So go ahead and write them down, do the emotional, uh, and then the spiritual, and then intellectual, and then relationships, and then physical, and then resources. 
Um, the seventh one we don't do because we don't really need to evaluate God because he's going to score 10 out of 10 on all these. Yep. <laughs> all right. um, so we're looking at, the, at these six that we have control over. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we're going to do is, is on a scale of 1 to 10, we're going to score ourselves um, how healthy we, we think we are in each of these areas. Yeah. And I'll explain what a 1 and a 5 and a 10 would be. And so we, we did this exercise before we recorded yep. just so there's not the awkward pause as we're trying to figure it out <laughs> or, or we're not making up stuff you know, on the spot. Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll dive right in. So, and actually, you know what I'm going to do? What let's, are you going to do? Let's, I'm going to say a little prayer. Okay. Just because I know that people are going to be listening to this and, and as they're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me say a prayer. Um, Papa, it's mind-blowing to me that, you know, you knew thousands and thousands of years ago that humans were going to create technology that they could record sound and voices and, mm-hmm. and put it on um, the air, uh, this World Wide Web, uh, the internets, um, for others to listen to it at the same time or days, weeks, months, years later. And, uh, and I know that you're an intentional God and that you have, that you're heavily invested in this life. And so right now I want to pray for those individuals um, that coming up are going to be listening to this. You already know who's going to be listening. You know why they're going to be listening. You know what's going to be on their heart and their mind as they're listening. Um, so just want to pray for them right now as they're going through this exercise, Lord, that, um, that they can be honest with themselves uh, and, and try to be as true as they can. And I pray that you can illuminate them and, and open their eyes um, to really just pick up on something that you want them to pick up on. Uh, maybe some encouragement that you're very proud of them. Uh, maybe some conviction in an area that they can grow. Maybe just some comfort knowing that they're okay where they're at right now in one of these areas. And so I just pray that you help them uh, be able to understand this process uh, and really get something out of it. And we thank you ahead of time for the magic that you're going to do, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, emotionally... You want to score yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. A 1 would be um, you are so, like, th- there's no emotional health going on to you. Yeah. So, like, like you have no control over your emotions. All your emotions are extreme and intense. The emotions don't even correspond well to the circumstances anyways, you know, so you get really mad when something good happens, whatever. Yeah. You're just a basket case emotionally, and your emotions eat away at you. That would be a 1. Okay. Where a 10 would be you are like emotionally perfect right and this would be that you've it's all healthy good emotions that you experience and you don't really experience the unhealthy acidic emotions and the, and the healthy emotions and that could be like for example um, mourning mourning is still a good emotion right yeah. um, so like sweet and sour you know we talked about but anyways and so the emotions that you do experience they're, they're strong when they need to be strong they're lighter when they need to be lighter it's appropriate to the circumstance at hand because you're living EIE you can mm-hmm. see where the other lenses that we've discussed start to fit in here right yeah. so that would be a 10 and so in the middle there a 5 would be uh, maybe in general, your emotions, you have control over, they're appropriate to the situation. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, there might be some, a negative one that arises, you know, et cetera. Do you, so that makes sense? Yeah. So, so take a moment right now, maybe pause, um, pause the podcast, uh, and then score yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. Where, would, where do you think you would rate, rate yourself uh, as far as health, your, health, the, your emotional health goes? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we assumed you just paused. So <laughs> let's go ahead and... Um, and talk right now what we scored. Okay. So what did you score yourself on? I scored myself at a seven. Uh, just this area in general is something that God's really been helping me improve um, and just being able to live more eternally minded. Mm-hmm. And so then less concerned with all of the 
little emotional things that are going on. Yeah. So I scored myself a 7.3. And we encourage you to go ahead and use decimal points here because mm-hmm. um, it can make it a little more accurate. Now, if I had scored myself, say, my 20s, when I was knee deep in my prodigal son stage and was bartending, and would just lash out at the at the little you know thing. Yeah, uh, it would be a five or five and a half is what I would have scored myself, right? Um, and then even like two years ago, it might only be like a six, six point six somewhere in there. Where overall it was okay, but there was definitely times when I overreacted. Yeah. So I would say now in the last two years, as I as I've learned to be EIE and I've learned to live as a tortoise, not a hare, you know, from Aesop's Fables, um, I've started to become more patient. Yeah, and so that has changed my emotions. I wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe even as we're talking, I don't know if I'd say maybe seven point one, you know, or something. Because I think about my computer game. I can still really get <laughs> livid with the computer game, or when I'm driving, you know, and yeah. I hit those red lights. Um, so yeah, so seven point one, seven point three, maybe somewhere in there. Where overall, I'm not overreacting, but I definitely still have quite a bit of improvement I could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and then the, and then the second thing we're going to do is you want to score yourself on a scale of one to ten spiritually. And so here, a one would be you have no relationship with God whatsoever. Um, he's just not a part of your life. Yeah. You know, uh, a two or three might be you recognize that there is a God, maybe pray to him sometimes, but only when you need something. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you're in that four and five range, uh, you know, you're a believer, you've committed to God. Um there are times when you're trying to understand his word or through prayer or through a sermon to kind of be guided by that, but it's not necessarily a regular thing you're doing. Yeah. Where if you're at a seven or eight, this is more like daily you're spending time in that, that scripture and or prayer, just trying to let God lead you in the moment, you know, and, and what you should be doing, the attitude you should be having, yeah. you know, where if you're at a 10, spiritually you're perfect. And so, by the way, nobody should score themselves a 10, okay? Yeah. Um, but a 10 would be like 24-7, you're walking in step with the spirit, you know, from, from Galatians five. Yeah. So take a moment now, again, kind of pause the podcast and, and see where would you score yourself, um, on that? And maybe, you know, because we're kind of talking this out, mm-hmm. let's, let's go ahead and give our scores so they can kind of see how we're scoring ourselves. And, and then we'll do that. So where did you score yourself spiritually? Uh, before you broke down it mm-hmm. that precisely, um, I had myself a little lower, um, but I think probably with that explanation, probably like a 5.2-ish, um, I do, I wouldn't say, <laughs> definitely not a 10, yeah. not 100% walking in the spirit all the time, but it's more than half of the time, I would say, that I actually am, because um, a good portion of the time I'm sleeping, so I can't be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. doing that bad. So um, Yeah, so I, I score myself a 3.5, because for me, I'm thinking, man, if, if a 10 is 24-7, and, and not like like just being a believer, but like walking in step in the spirit where yeah. I'm drenched in love and joy and peace, maybe a third of the time, maybe I'm, you know, I'm doing that. Um, you know, and obviously everyone's going to score themselves slightly different because we're going to use slightly different standards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was, even though, you know, this rekindling ministries and this podcast, I don't really want to score myself a seven or eight because I don't actually let the Lord lead that consistently. You know, there's, there's more like those, those spurts and, and, and such. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. So I score myself a three, five. So both of us kind of scored a little lower on that mm-hmm. one. So go ahead and take a moment. You can uh, pause the podcast, and then where would you score yourself on a scale of one to ten uh, spiritually? Maybe we should do a little ding. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So the next one then is intellectually. So on a scale of one to ten, how would you score yourself as far as your intellectual health? And this is not 
how smart you are. Mm-hmm. This is how engaged your brain is. Yeah. Right. So so different brains have different capacities and the kind of information it can process. You know, different intelligence scores, etc. We're just looking at given your intelligence, uh, how much are you engaging your brain? So one would be like you're in a in, in a vegetable state where your brain is just barely you know just kind of yeah. surviving, moving along. Um, where a ten would be you're totally consistently engaging your brain. So you're reading books, you're listening, you're talking. Right, one of the best ways to learn is through teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you are doing puzzles, yeah, uh, or solving mysteries, whatever. Uh, it's just you're constantly engaging your brain so that it, that it's it's sharpening itself and it is learning and storing things, etc. Five would be um, it's almost like. You are learning, but not so intentionally. It's just kind of throughout the course of your day, you're picking up on things. You yeah. are using your brain to get your job done, you know, et cetera. So where did you score yourself intellectually? I scored myself at like a 6.3. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am learning a ton. Uh, there's just been a lot of different opportunities to be learning things, but I definitely could be applying myself more to be at the next Intellectually, next step. cognitively, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I scored myself a 30.2. Yeah, it was that high off the charts. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, I scored an, an 8.0 is what I scored myself. Um, that given rekindling and, and given that I'm constantly doing the research and the writing of the material yeah. and the teaching, it's, it's, it, that's the highest score I've given myself in all the areas. So go ahead and take a moment and pause the podcast. And then where would you score yourself uh, as far as your intellectual health goes? Ding. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one then would be the, the relationships. And so you're going to score yourself, how is your relational health? And this is not how many friends you have. It's the quality of those friendships you have. You know, because an introvert is probably going to have a smaller circle than an extrovert is. Sure. Right? So we're not looking at number of friends. We're looking at the quality of that. So a one would be... Um, you know, you <laughs> you hate your friends, and your friends hate you, um, or you know, or you don't, or, or you or don't you have any have friends, any, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a lot of uh, dog eat dog world. Yep. Um, you're selfish, they're selfish. You're not really building each other up. There's a lot of attacks going on, yeah. etc. Where a ten would be, how many ever friends you have. Um, it's just quality. So like that, that innermost circle, it's iron sharpening iron. They're, yeah. they're, they're building each other. They're edifying you guys. You're edifying each other. You're serving each other. You're challenging each other. You know, where if you're at a five, maybe you've got one or two really solid friendships, um, with, you know, kind of, you know, pouring into each other. Yeah. The rest of them are more casual, maybe even a couple bad ones, you know, <laughs> on, on the outskirts there. Um, so that, that might be a, a five. So so given that scale, and, and again, a little side note, these scales of one to 10, it's not hard science. Sure. This whole, the point of this lens, like you said, is, is an identification lens. Yeah. It's just trying to get a ballpark of where you're at, and you're going to see how all this ties up when we get to the end. So where did you score yourself uh, socially? Actually, before I do that, just mm-hmm. a really quick thing. Um, something that I've learned is being more extroverted instead of introverted mm-hmm. has led to just me personally having a lot of real surface level friends mm. and not a lot of actual depth, mm-hmm. um, which I think part of that is just I've had some leadership positions in the past. Like I was drum major in high school. And so I was friends with 150 people and I knew all their names and that was just, just about, about it. it. Yeah. And so just that's something that it's interesting how as your friend group gets larger and larger, if you're not really intentional, mm-hmm. it it doesn't do much. And that's key. It's not that the larger your circle gets, the more superficial it gets. It's the larger your circle gets if you're not being intentional about yeah. it. 
Because if if Rob Hibbard's uh, listening to this, Rob Hibbard is one of those guys. He has this huge circle, and he's intentional with all of them. Yeah. And the level of the quality of, of his relationships, given how many people he knows, is that's outstanding. Yeah. Or astounding. That's right. <laughs> astounding. Um, but so I, I, so you can't. So it is possible yeah. to have really deep quality friendships and lots of them. But you do have to be extra intentional. Yeah. That. Yeah. And so with that being said, I would probably rate myself at about a six point seven ish. Um, I do have some really good quality friends and just relationships in general is something that in this season of life, God's really been showing me the importance of and the value of and mm-hmm. has just been really teaching me a lot through. Yeah, yeah. I scored myself a 6.1. This was one of my lower lo- ones along with the uh, the spiritual. Tons of friends. Um, you know, my, my parents are awesome. I've got a couple good buddies of mine that we live in different towns and we can call each other. So I, d- I definitely have some quality. Sure. Uh, I feel like... I'm not where I need to be um, as far as like being in, because you know, I think about one element of love is that uh, sacrificial serving of others. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and you know, if somebody needs help moving, I'll do that, but I'm not necessarily going to go out looking for those kind of things. I don't take yeah. the initiative in that. And so I know I'm not where I need to be. So I score myself a little lower at the, at the 6.1. Um, so now your turn, uh, pause the, the podcast and how would you score yourself? How, how healthy are you when it comes to your relationships on a scale of one to 10? Okay, the next one then is the physical. So how would you score your physical health on a score of uh, a scale of one to 10? So this is not, um, you know, we live in a very health conscious society, a very, and a body image society. That's a whole rabbit show we could go on. Yeah. But um, we're not looking at, you know, how much you weigh, mm-hmm. right? Because one of the things I've, I've realized is there are different body styles um, and there's different ages, <laughs> you know, more than that first thing at 44. Mm-hmm. And so depending on your body shape and body style, depending on your age, what health looks like for you is going to vary, right? Yeah. Ballparking it, um, if, if you're at a one, you're extremely unhealthy and bedridden. So maybe there's some severe debilitating disease that you're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and by the way, this could be your fault. It could not be your fault. Could sure. be, you know, something happened, whatever. Um, it could be that you're extremely overweight and you can't get out of the bed, right? Um, yeah. It could be a, a number of different things. That, but the, the idea is, is you are not, you know, and, and this, because it ties in here too, there's your diet, mm-hmm. right? So if all you eat is... Fruit gushers. Yeah, or Oreo cookies. Um, or your sleep habits. You get like one hour a day, <laughs> you know. Well, um, any one of these types sure, of things. Exercise. Sure. Um, your only exercise is the remote control. <laughs> <laughs> these are all things to be at a one. Where if you're at a 10, given your age and your body shape and that kind of thing, yeah. you are just about as healthy as you're going to get. So you have you have a sleep habit that works for you that, mm-hmm. that keeps your body fresh. You've got a diet, uh, an eating habit that works for you that keeps you know keeps the body balanced. Yeah. Uh, exercise, you know, again, whatever whatever level is what you you know you need. But 10 would be you know if a doctor give you a review, give you an A plus. The, you're working just like you're exactly the way you're supposed to be working. Yeah. Where a five would be somewhere in between. Um, you've got some good habits. You've got some not so good habits. There could be a little tweaking, whether it's a, a disease that's trying to get fixed or sure. uh, or you know weight or whatever it may be. There's yeah. just some changes that could go on there, right? So so given that a scale of one to ten, how how did you score yourself physically? I scored myself at right around a five. Okay. Um, I definitely have just some areas that I know I can be improving. Um, and actually 
something that I've been complaining about is that I have all 815s this semester, mm. and so all early morning classes. But I'm actually, in a way, thankful for that because I'm going to actually get a sleep schedule instead of the craziness that college can normally bring. Yeah, so, I'll do that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And so I scored myself uh, a 6.8. Even a, a year, year and a half ago, it would have been lower than that. I had finally um, got health insurance, so I'm one of the few that Affordable Care Act actually helped. Um, and so, you know, went to the doctor and we did the blood work and got, and got the whole checkup and the test and that sure. kind of thing. And my cholesterol was a bit high, so changed some diet, did, took some medication, et cetera. And so now, just the most recent set that I went through, uh, all the, you know, how they kind of have a range of what your number is supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. They're all back down, except for like one, I think, that's within the range that it's supposed to be. Um, pretty consistent. Now, I go to bed late and I get up late. You know, I'm a, I'm a nighttime person, sure. but it's that eight hours, you know, et cetera. So, so it's a little bit higher now s- since I've kind of been more intentional yeah. you know, with the health stuff. So I, I said six, eight. So again, now your time, take a moment to pause the podcast. And how would you score yourself on your physical health on a scale of one to 10? All right. And then the last one is your resources. And so this one, again, is not how many resources you have. So it's not how much money you have or how much stuff you own. This one is how well do you manage the resources you have? So if you're at a one, you know, you're way above your budget. You are um, cough, cough, the U.S. government, cough, cough, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to add it. Don't you guys We're going to that political trail. <laughs> but, but you look at your income and your expenditures are double what your income is, right? Yep. Um, and, and, and even the resource and, and like maybe the property you have, you don't take care of it. You're letting it fall yeah. apart. It's just you have no maturity or responsibility when it comes to the resources you're managing. Yeah. Where a 10 would be you're totally living within the resources that you have, and it provides for a, a decent, healthy lifestyle. You're Dave Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> elaborate. Uh, just Dave Ramsey is a financial... Well, I know that, but me, what, do, what do you mean when you said that? Uh, just he... I've, I've listened to like the Financial Peace University and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, and so uh, he just has a lot of really good ideas on how to manage your money and how to use it to Oh, so he, he's going to help you try to get to that 10. Yeah. 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 Um, so, if, so if you're at the 10, maybe you make 24 grand a year, but that's enough to get the food and the shelter, you know, and the clothing. Um, maybe you make... $24 million a year, yeah. um, but, but you manage it well and you're, and you're not going into that debt. Um, the, the physical resources you have, you're taking care of mm-hmm. you know, so that they can last longer. I mean, I've got a, a 1993 Ford Ranger with 255,000 miles on. I bought it in 95. Still runs, you know, yeah. um, thanks to the mechanics and, <laughs> uh, and, and being halfway responsible <laughs> as I've gotten older and, and I speed less. You know? yeah. um, but anyway, so that would be a 10, where a 5 would be um, maybe, you have a, maybe there's times each month when you spend a little bit more than than you brought in, so you create a little bit of debt, or you're kind of haphazard about your uh, approach to to taking care of the resources that you have. Yeah. You know, and again, this could be like physical property, it could be money, it could be time, even. Sure. So how you manage your time, right? Um, so on that scale of one to ten, how healthy are you when it comes to your resources or resource management? I gave myself a seven on that, okay. um, and that might start drifting a little lower once we get into time management. Um, but with like financial resources, I'm a college student. And so I have a little bit of money coming in and Mm -hmm. a little bit of money going out. And so I'm just kind of sitting where I'm at, uh, and there's not really much room to move. Um, so yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I gave myself a 7.5. So um, I don't make a ton of money doing this full time, but I've got it down to a system. So I know what my expenses are and, mm-hmm. and I stay on track with that. Um, obviously, in my apartment, I'm going to make sure that I'm changing my air filters and, and uh, um, taking care of my truck, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So, so overall, pretty good at, at the seven seven 7.5. And there's always tweaking or improvements I could make, but that was one of the higher ones I scored myself. Yeah. All right. So now go ahead and take a moment to score yourself when it comes to your resources or more specifically how you steward them or manage them. Uh, how would you score yourself? Okay, so now we have this list, right? We have these these six things, and you've scored yourself each one individually. Yep. I think it makes it a little more accurate than just like overall on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the health of your life? You've broke it down into the little folds, the little aspects, and you get a little more accuracy on some. Some are better than others, right? Sure. So the the, the sec- so there's going to be, like I said, one, five columns total. So the first column, we had you write down the six folds. Yep. The second column is having you score yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. The third mm-hmm. column we want you to do now is we want you to see how happy are you with the score that you gave yourself. So we could if you're drawing out the pictures, you could almost do, like, there's like, yeah, five options. There's the happy face with the exclamation point. So this would be you're totally ecstatic with that number. You're yeah. very, very happy with, with, with the current score that you have. The second one would be a happy face. So this would be you're content with, with that number. Yeah. Maybe down the road you may want to see it improve, but right now you're okay with it. The third one would be like the, the neutral face. I don't know what the, what the name of that is, but it's kind yeah. of eh. You know, it's like, eh, I'm, like I'm not really upset with it, but I'm yeah. not, I couldn't say I'm really content with it either. And then the fourth one would be like a, a sad face or an unhappy face. And, and this would be, yeah, you know what? I'm not happy with the way that the score is. Yeah. And then the fifth one would be that unhappy face with the exclamation <laughs> point. And this one is I'm, I'm severely frustrated um, with, how with, with how it is. So, so you're going to um, – well, well, we'll explain what we did for each of ours, and then we'll get the person a moment. So this one we kind of do rapid fire. Okay. Um, where did you – what did you do for yourself with your emotional health? I said I was happy. All right, and I said I was unhappy um, for mine. I, I feel like where I'm at, I need to be. I need to bump it up a bit. Yeah. Um, your spiritual health. What did you say? Spiritual health. I said meh. Meh. Okay. Uh, needs to improve, but it's working. Yeah. Working upward. Okay. And I said unhappy for me. It's definitely something I would like to see myself improve in. Uh, are your intellectual health? Sad face. All right, and I had a. Um, happy face exclamation point there mm-hmm. very content uh, very happy with where I'm at with, with my brain <laughs> yeah. uh, okay and then your relational health I did a happy face okay I did a eh uh, it's okay it could be better sure um, and then your physical health physical health I did a frowny face frowny face okay I had a eh face on that one um, and then your resource health. Resource, I did happy face. Okay, I had a eh, even to sad. Um, I'd like to be bringing a little bit more, you know, than than I'm currently bringing in. Sure. Um, okay, so so over there, is, well, I guess we'll probably value all, all at the end. Yeah. So that's that's the third column. Then your fourth column. Now what you're going to do is you're going to try to imagine how God would evaluate where you're at with that number, because there's a good chance that he, he may agree with you, um, he may not. And so this will make it a little more simple because you're trying to guess how God is, is feeling towards you. But given what you know of God and given what you know of you, and hopefully if you are listening to God in prayer, this becomes more accurate. Yeah. But we'll do check plus check or check minus. So imagine, again, this is all just conjecture, but it's just ballpark trying to help you kind of sort through some things. Yeah. Imagine if God was sitting here with you and you were going through each component, would he give you a check plus where he's saying, man, this is awesome. I absolutely love this number. It's fantastic. Would he give you a check where he's like, it's okay. I, I It's not where I want it to be, but I'm patient and I don't really think you need to work on it right now. Yeah. Or a check minus, no, this is problematic in your life and you really do need to be honing and improving this. 
So again, kind of a rapid fire thing. Um, what do you feel God would say for your emotional health? I did check plus. Okay. So he's, you feel he's very content with where you're at. Yeah. Um, and so for me, and this is where everyone's going to be different. Mm-hmm. I put check minus. I feel like God would say, hey, you need to, to kind of rein in that impatience or that frustration a bit. Yeah. Uh, spiritual health. Spiritual, I did a check. I have been growing, but still need to grow more. Um, and so not unhappy because I have been making progress, but not super excited because there's still more to be made. You feel like God would, God would yeah. say that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So for me, I put a check where God would say, eh, it's okay right now. We are going to improve it down the road. Yep. Um, intellectual health. I did a check minus. I've just been kind of getting uh, lackadaisical with just the def- different things I've been doing. Um, and so just need to be applying myself more, mm-hmm. I think. And I put a, a check plus for me that God would say, hey, I'm, I'm very, very happy with where you're at when, when it comes to the research and thinking you're doing. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, relational health. Check plus. That's been something that God's been really teaching me a lot about and just helping me improve. Mm-hmm. And I had a check for me that God would say, okay, it's okay where it is right now. We're going to improve it later. Uh, physical health. Check minus. Uh, that's just something that I know God wants me to be working on and I know I'm capable of and mm-hmm. he knows I'm capable of too. Okay. And I had checked that for me. God said, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with where you're at. You're 44, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all right. And then resource help. I did check in a quarter plus. Okay. Um, because for the most part doing well, there's still some room to improve, but yeah. yeah. And I had check plus for me, um, that God would say, Hey, I'm totally excited with where you're at with your finance and how, and how you're managing them. Mm-hmm. So now go ahead and you listeners take a moment and, and pause the podcast and just kind of go through, and again, it's not what you think it is. It's what you think God may say it is. And this is where it is really important to have that prayer life and it to hear God. But if, if you felt like, you know, maybe you take a moment to even pray and say, Lord, can you kind of help me here and tell me just check plus check or check minus. It may yeah. surprise you what he says. Um, but go through and, and take a moment and go through each of those six areas and what you feel God's telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last column is... Um, how much effort should you be putting into making a change in this area? And again, this is coming from God. Like I would say, hey, I want yeah. you to, I want you to put some effort in. And so what we have here is you could do, and, and the reason why we're doing like the, the the number and then the happy face and then the check and then like this plus, we're gonna do plus two, plus one, zero, minus one. We, we set it up when we originally did this so that when you're glancing at it, they're actually, each column is different. Where if it was all like, 7.3 decimal numbers. points, it was, yeah. it was all numbers. It would just, it would bleed together and it wouldn't make much sense. Where when you look at it this way, it just shows you, it helps each part stand out. This is That's why we did it that way. Yep. So anyway, so this fourth column, you can imagine you have four answers. God would say either a plus two, a plus one, a zero, or a minus one. So a plus two be God's like, I really want you working on this. Not a sprint, right? Everything's just a, a marathon. Yeah. But I want you intentionally putting effort into this and improving your health in that area. Where a plus one would be a, a slight improvement. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit that I want you to do. Not, not, not as much focus as, say, at the plus two areas, but a little bit of improvement. Zero would be God saying, right now, I'm okay with the number that you gave yourself, that, that health that you're at, maybe down the road will improvement. Yeah. But for right now, you can kind of just stay where it's at. And just maintaining the level that you're at. Right. Yeah. Just maintain. Yeah. Good. Maintain the level you're at. And then a minus one would be a rare one, but this might be something where God's like, I actually want you to pull back a little bit in this area because I have, I want for the season that you're in, I'm going to have you focus on another area. So for example, God might, God may put the intellectual for me at a minus one where he's like, Hey, I love that you're doing all this, you know, research and kind of deal. I actually want you to pull back a little bit on that because I want you improving in this other area because as humans, we're limited in the amount of energy that we have that we can uh, spend on something. So it's possible he may have you pull back a little bit in one area that's really strong so that you can be improving in another area. 
Or even if you are just really, really focused on one area and mm-hmm. you're just one track mind on intellectual, I'm going to get smarter, I'm going to study, I'm going to do all this. But everything um, else is like. Yeah. And yeah. so God can just say, you know what, let's actually even this out a little bit. And so that. Yeah. So that could be able to do it. Yeah. So, so for you, we'll, we'll rapid fire, uh, where did you say God would say emo- with your emotional? Emotionally, I said zero, just maintain where I'm at. Yep. And for me, it's a plus two, really making some effort in uh, calming myself down. Uh, spiritually? Plus two. Uh, plus one for me, um, just a little bit of improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, intellectually? Plus one. Uh, zero for me, just kind of maintain the status quo. Uh, relationally? Plus one. Plus one for me, just a little bit of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then physically? Also plus one. Plus one, okay, zero for me, just kind of maintain. Uh, and then resourcefully? Zero. Zero, okay, and then zero for me as well. So even l- looking at those numbers, you had quite a few plus ones. Yeah. So for you, what you feel is, is God's telling you, hey, I want you to do a little bit of improvement in each of these areas. Mm-hmm. Where for me, it was um, a handful of zeros, and then I had one plus two. And so this is what I'm fascinated about. Again, this is all ballpark. It's not you know scientific, but it's cool to see how God's going to approach people at different levels. Yeah. And so it's so easy for us to judge each other. This kind of goes back to spectrum a little bit. And we really need to be open to um, what other people might score themselves if they're really trying to be honest with, with what God's telling them. Yeah, and it gets really interesting if... I go through and look at your list and I say, oh, oh, Shannon, you have a 6.8 in this area. I, You need to be working on that. Like, you know, right. this is what you need to be doing. And I can come at you and say that. But then you actually working through all this and being aware of the different areas that you, can, that you need to be improving, mm-hmm. you can say, actually, this is where I need to be working. Um, and it's just interesting how quick we can be to say, no, I, <laughs> I see in your life what you need to be working on, and this is it. And it's like, no, let's let's take a step back. Yeah. And actually, that brings a good point. So this exercise is for you, not yeah. for you to use for others, right? <laughs> Having said that, and I, I didn't even think about just to now, but it might be that it, you would invite, like as you're doing this exercise for you, mm-hmm. you invite one or two people whose input you you trust yeah. to have maybe do a sixth column and, and they might score you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be very careful who you, you know, yeah. don't volunteer, right? <laughs> you invite them in, into it. Yeah. Um, but that, so that might be another layer that you, the listener, want to add to it, right? Sure. So go ahead and take a moment now um, and just go through each of those six areas. And again, kind of just trying to imagine what God's telling you. Would he say, hey, this is a plus two, really put the intentional effort. This is a plus one, put a little bit of effort in improving it. A zero, kind of maintain, or a minus one, even pull back. So take a moment to do that. Ding. Right? <laughs> okay, so now, and again, you can see where, because I've done this in groups. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, why am I doing this? This is confusing, et cetera. I've had a couple where they're just like writing stuff down and then they're making notes of themselves. You know, mm-hmm. and we did this about a year ago with a smaller group. There was only, I think, four of us or five of us in the group uh-huh. and ended up being incredible. And um, they were actually kind of helped me work through all these nuances. Yeah. So what we did was once it was all drawn out, now you look at it and what jumps out at you? Um, like, for example, it may be that you and God are pretty much on the same page where you would score yourself, you know, fairly high or fairly low in one of yeah. the areas. You were unhappy. You know, let's say like you scored yourself fairly high. You were pretty happy with that. Turns out he's pretty happy with that. And he said maintain. Or another area, you scored yourself pretty low. Um, he and, and, and you were very unhappy with that. He also, you felt, was unhappy with that. And so he was telling you to improve, right? So you yeah. guys are on the same page. And that's just encouraging knowing, okay, I'm tracking. Mm-hmm. It might be a, uh, something different. Like, for example, when I'm looking at my sheet here, um, 
I had put my uh, kind of a eh or a unhappy face with my resources. That was just like, man, I'd like to make just a little bit more than I do, just to, to kind of maybe put some savings aside, you know, or sure. something like that. But then when I when I put down what I felt God was saying, God had said check plus, He's totally content where I'm at right now. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I would like to make some improvements when it comes to my resources. But God's telling me, no, we're actually good where we are. Yeah. Where I know other people in the past, they were really content with where they are in a certain area. But then when they felt the God evaluation, actually this happened so a year ago when we did the group, a lot of people had a lower score with their physical health. And were and were very unhappy, you know, with their with again with their weight or their health or whatever. Yeah. But when they came to God, God was actually like, I'm pretty good with it. And so I'm not asking for a change. And so it's really interesting giving our society, yeah. we're probably going to be unhappier with our physical health than God is. And we're probably more content with our spiritual health than God is, right? <laughs> yeah. So so for you, the listener, take a look at, at your chart there. And do you see some areas where, you know, you had scored yourself really high, but God actually gave you a check minus, yeah. or you had scored yourself really low and God actually gave you a check plus, or in an area where you had a, an extreme unhappy face and God was actually content or happy or vice versa, um, or an area that you thought you were totally okay, but God gave you a plus two because he wanted you growing in, yeah. or some area that you were totally unhappy with that you think you should make all those changes. And he actually gave you a zero and said, no, actually you can maintain right now. So I don't know. Zach, what do you see on your Yeah, chart? I had one that was kind of interesting. With relationships, I rated myself at a 7 and said that God was at a check plus, and I was happy with that. But then also just the season of life that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. I think that that's an area that God still wants me to improve. Right. And okay. so that's one of my, I mean, it's a three-way tie for my highest category. But then that's still an area where God, where I think that God's saying, I, I still want you to keep working on this. Mm-hmm. And so it's just interesting to see that, just God works in different ways. Yeah, and says absolutely. That hey, uh, you're doing well in this. Good, keep doing better. Um, and so that was just one of the things glancing at my that you that saw. I, yeah, that I saw. You know, so this lens is gonna work better when you're in a group face to face and you can kind of talk this stuff out. Um, but we wanted to go ahead and record the episode on it just in case because there's some that will really get something out of it. Yeah. So kind of to, to summarize for you that are listening, what's going on here um, with the sevenfold lens our sevenfold life. Um, you can take a simple approach, kind of a complex or a, a hyper complex. Yeah. The simple approach is just to recognize that you've got your f- emotional health, your spiritual health, your intellectual health, your social health, your physical health, um, and your resource health. And then you have hopefully God there. So even just once in a while, um, you ask yourself, where am I at with each of these? Where, where could I improve a little? Maybe you don't even do the whole this whole chart thing. It's just in general, do I think I could probably improve my emotional health or am I okay, right? Yeah. Where where if you want to go to that middle level of complexity, you would do just what we did here. So you would go through the, these five, four or five columns. You would score yourself what you feel like where you're at, where God would say it, et cetera, mm-hmm. and then look at it. And, and are you and God on the same page or are you a little bit different? What does that mean for you? Yeah. Um, we don't have time today to elaborate, but if you wanted to go to the extreme complex version, there's more to the sevenfold life that we're not going to yeah. explain today. All I'll say just quickly is when you look at the seven folds, um, each one corresponds with a certain role. If you, if you look, you look at Jesus in the Gospels. Um, he played seven roles, and each role corresponds to one of these folds. So emotionally, Jesus was an encourager, right? He just he just encouraged Peter and Martha yeah. and Mary, you know. Uh, spiritually, he was a warrior, so he's fighting for people's souls, you know. Um, intellectually, he was a teacher, rabbi, telling us what truth is and, and, and how to live life. Uh, socially, he was a socialite, so he'd go fishing with the disciples. He let the kids play, you know, on, on his knee. 
Um, he would just take a, a break from everything. Yeah. A lot of feasts, right? That, that he, and weddings that he went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, physically, he was a servant, so he's healing people. He's passing out fish and bread, you know. Um, and then steward or resource-wise, he's a steward. He knew how to manage his time, when to stay longer with the crowds because they needed it, when to get away from the crowds because he needed it. Yeah. Uh, he actually delegated the money so that you know Judas Iscariot held the purse. There were several women that actually raised the funds for them, you know, yeah. to, to get by. Um, and then the seventh role is he would just sit at Papa's feet and be a child. You know, so he took off all the other six hats and he would just rest before God. Yeah. And so as Christians or little Christs, we're supposed to emulate Jesus. And so we're supposed to also be ready to play those roles. And there's inverses of each of it. So sometimes, and, and what I'd say is like when you're going into a situation, you ask God, God, what role am I supposed to be playing in this situation? Should I be an encourager? Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm supposed to be the encouraged and I should let someone encourage me. Yeah. Am I supposed to be a warrior in this situation and fighting for somebody? You know, prayer would be would be a big chunk here. Mm-hmm. Or should I let someone fight for me? Right? Show some humility there and let them yeah. pray over me. Uh, intellectually, am I supposed to be a teacher or am I supposed to impart some wisdom on somebody? Or should I be the student here and actually receive some wisdom? Uh, and then the social life is kind of a two-way thing anyways. Uh, physically, a servant. Should I, should I go be a servant, Lord, and, and serve this individual? Or am I in a place now that I need to let someone serve me? Because of this body, this king, this body of Christ, this kingdom, you know, yeah. working together, uh, and then resources. There's just you just be you know be that steward, um, or am I supposed to again lay off all those hats and just be that child uh, as I sit before God? And so that can be another whole layer to this sevenfold life. And we do this in know thyself, yeah. Um, but thinking through those roles. Uh, another thing that you can do with the sevenfold life is when you look at like say for example the fruit of the spirit. You can actually do an exercise where you can see, ooh, this fruit is more of an emotional one. This one's more of a physical one. This one's more of an intellectual one. Mm-hmm. You can do it with, and that's from you know, Galatians 5. You can do it with the spiritual gifts. So Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4. You could actually go through each of the spiritual gifts. Ooh, you know what? That spiritual gift is kind of a physical, it's a servant one, or it's an intellectual teaching one, you know, yeah. and, and encourage me, emotional. And you could actually split them up. You could go through the additions to the faith from 2 Peter 1 and do the same exercise. You could look at, you know, the sevenfold spirit that Revelation um, 1 through 4 talks about and, and, and highlights in Isaiah 11. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the, um, the fear of the Lord, which is an emotional thing. There's wisdom and counsel, which are intellectual things. You know, there's power, which is a physical thing. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool. You can go through different parts of Scripture um, and see how it actually each of these different elements fits into one of these folds. Um, and, and the analogy I would give with that is, like, imagine, like, those old health books where the bottom page is, like, a skeleton, mm-hmm. and then there's one of those transparency sheets that you could put over it, and that's the organs. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the, the veins and artery system, mm-hmm. and then, like, the, the muscle, and then the skin. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing where at the bottom layer would be these seven folds, like this little X, you know, axis drawing thing. Yep. And then you could put, like, the rolls, and then you could put, like, the gifts, you know, uh, et cetera. And so that's, we won't go through any of that now, sure. but for those of you who, who really are actually enjoying this lens and want to take it to an even further level, you can do so by adding the the scriptural elements to it. And so now we're just going to transition into a time of just some question and answer to hopefully clear up any confusion that you guys might have. Okay. So the first question is just what is the goal of this lens? You know, you had mentioned this at the beginning. Uh, it's just an assessment of where you are in life right now. You know, a lot of the other lenses that we did was how to read the circumstances going on. Yeah. This is definitely more of an internal lens of just looking inward and where you at in the different areas of your life and where could you improve? Where should you be more content than you are? Yeah. But it's just an internal assessment of, of, of where you are in life and your health. Okay. And then secondly, a question that we always like to ask, what are the sweet and sours of this lens? Mm. So... 
what are the the sours? What are those the good parts of this lens that are going to make you wince? Um, oh, as you can see, this requires a lot of work uh, and requires a bit of intellect uh, as far as just kind of processing through all this. Yeah. It also requires some humility and some honesty um, that you're not overscoring or underscoring yourself, either hypercritical or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so humility, honesty, time, uh, some intellects. Um, self-awareness self-awareness yeah um, these would all be some of the the sours the good things that, that are a little bit harder to do as far as the sweets one of the benefits so you know when I've done this this exercise in the past it actually if done well can bring a lot of relief and encouragement of self yeah that you're not as much of a monster as you think you are um, that God may be more content even with where you're at than you are yeah and then also with some conviction, because there will be times when God's like, hey, I really do want you to step up on this, you know, mm-hmm. in this area, make an improvement. So because so, convicting should be encouraging, right, not condemnation. Yeah. So I would say, so w- one of the sweets is it can be very encouraging of where you're at or where you're headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, also just insight. It'll just give you some clarity about maybe where you should focus your time and energy on right yeah. now. And with that comes peace. With, with with that insight, it's like okay, I, you know, again, maybe I'm not where I'm supposed to be, or I am in these areas, not this area, but I'm moving in that direction, yeah. and like knowing is half the battle, uh, mm-hmm. and so it, it can help with that. And then another suite is just change. That as you're addressing all this and you're learning, you know, where you can maintain and where you need to grow, uh, and you're making those changes, you're going to feel better about yourself, you know, more positive self-image. Yeah. Um, and you and obviously, if you're making these changes and you're improving your health in these areas, it's going to impact others, mm-hmm. and so it's going to be- benefit them because you're maturing and growing and sanctifying. Yeah, and I think that another suite would also be just the idea of a lot of times as people, we want to go and fix everything all at once. Mm. And so this, I think, is a really good tool to use to say, okay, well, I'm doing decently here right now. Mm. And so I don't need to necessarily be putting all of my effort there. I should be focusing on this area more. And so it just helps you figure out where you need to be focusing your time and energy in each of the different areas. Yeah, and slowing things down. Yeah. It's not a sprint. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, and that would lead to like, how often should we do this? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'd say probably every 46 minutes. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, I would say it's going to vary from person to person at the very least once a year, but I'd say probably like once every six months. Yeah. You could sit down and do this exercise um, maybe once every four months, like three times. Two, so two or three times a year is what I would recommend sure. of just kind of sitting down. Okay, where I'm at, where am I at for this season? What's the next season look like? You know, et cetera. And actually one other question based off the answer that you gave, because we've mentioned a couple times that this isn't a sprint. What right. do you mean by that? Um, you know, we, we are in a perfectionist society. We're also in a now, now, now society. Mm-hmm. And I don't think biblically that was God's intent. Um, I think about like Paul talks about living as kind of a quiet, peaceful life. I think we should be okay with slowing everything down. To me, change and transformation happens over time. Yeah. And so we need to be okay with that. And so I feel like God's like, that's what I gave you your life for in this <laughs> prologue. I gave you these 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years, how long ever you live. Yeah. I gave you all that time over time to make the changes. I also feel like even like with like losing weight, you know, if you lose your weight in smaller increments, it's more likely to stay off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when we're slowing everything down, it's not a sprint. It's not rushing to become yeah. perfect in each of these areas. Yeah. It's just the slow and steady 
a slight incremental improvement in each of these different areas over time. I, I feel like that at the judgment day, God's going to look at your life as a whole. And yeah. he's let's, let's see how you, well you did over the whole. And so that has been a world of relief for me mm-hmm. that I don't need to sprint to each of these areas. Yeah. Um, it's not like get there, get perfect, then you're fine. It's over the course of your whole, whole life, slowly start moving to that completion. Yeah. And I think that, as you said, that just really takes humility and it mm-hmm. takes Absolutely. a desire to not have control over every little mm-hmm. part of your life. Patience with self. Yeah. And then the last question we always end with just how, if people have more questions, can they get in contact? Yeah, they us? can. You can go to the rekindling website, rekindlingministries.org. Uh, we have information there. You can also email us at info at rekindlingministries.com uh, and we can, we can respond back that way. So, yeah, with that, we'll sign off. We hope that this was helpful uh, for some of you. And then we'll see you at the next episode for the next lens. Sounds great. All right, bye.